hello 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 everybody and welcome back to another installment of live streaming the good the bad and the unexpected i am your host Aaliyah, and today we're going to be taking a deep dive into everybody's favorite app tiktok and why does everybody want to be tiktok now you're probably wondering how in the world does this relate to live streaming like tiktok is minute or shorter videos how does it have to do with live streaming but with the growth of tiktok there has been some added new features and just some things that i've noticed across these platforms that makes them want to be tiktok despite them not following the traditional long-form content that's being pushed that we talked about in the previous episode. So if you want to hear more about the long-form content, come up and anything like that, definitely check out episode one where I just talked about the era of live streaming, long-form content, and why it's ruining our algorithms, in my humble opinion. So for this week, I want to just go ahead and dive right in. Now, I am a avid user of tiktok um i love tiktok i have to say it's one of my favorite platforms simply because i can get anything i want out of it in less than a minute and because i'm a college student it's so easy to get quick dopamine releases every time i'm on tiktok because i'm either laughing or i see something cute and it's just always a fun time now tiktok started as a reboot of musically if you don't know what musically is bless your soul and you're one of the lucky ones musically was basically this app where a bunch of people would post videos to popular music and get famous that's why we have people like baby ariel who are in video games such as the sims her whole career started by two-stepping and moving her camera around in circles on musically and now she's in the sims but you know what We can talk about the way the internet creates its celebrities, a different episode if y'all would like, let me know. But TikTok has come out with just some features, and because it's seen as a reboot of Musical.ly, a lot of people didn't like it at first, but with with quarantine happening, a lot of people, you know, being stuck at home last year, this kind of created, like, a sense of, well, I need something to do, let me download TikTok slash old Musical.ly as, you know, old time's sake, and now people are hooked and our screen times are on are higher than ever, especially on TikTok. I am a victim of this. As somebody who joined TikTok October 2019, but I started using it heavily in quarantine, I am a victim (laughs) of the TikTok algorithm. Now, we know TikTok as this short-form video content um, platform. We've seen platforms like this, such as Vine, RIP to one of the greatest platforms of all time. We miss you. Um, But TikTok is just a short-form video-creating platform. That's it. People post one, uh, shoot, 15-second, sometimes even shorter to up to three-minute videos on TikTok, but it's mainly known for its minute or less videos. Now, TikTok has many features when you create TikToks. There's different sounds that you can use, music that you can use, effects, text, um, audio speaking for those who, you know, need to read subtitles because they might have a hearing issue. But, you know, they have everything. It's pretty full-rounded. They have, you know, funds. They have creator access to sponsors. They just have a lot of things in one platform. But a tool that i noticed tiktok uses and abuses is tiktok live streaming and let me tell you a little bit something about tiktok live streaming tiktok live streaming is this new phenomenon where everybody takes their favorite app tiktok and they live stream where people can sit talk chat it has all the things that you know 
a typical stream would have. You can even send gifts, aka money, to creators or people can send money to you if you're live streaming, come and talk to you, just everything that a live would have, you know? But the thing that I find funny with this is that I don't know if TikTok fully had live streaming from the start. I'm pretty sure it did, but it recently has gotten popular because it's just, once again, another kind of low, minimal effort content to create. But the thing with TikTok lives is that I don't believe you can save them, but people will screen record them and repost them. Not the creator, people like who watch it, screen record them, clip them, um, post them in different places. And that's how people get their TikTok live shared and talked about. So I find it funny because I noticed that in live streaming platforms such as Twitch and YouTube, they also have these same features. But the thing is, TikTok had its own unique idea short form videos the only videos you see are on your for you page which means that they are geared for you they are for you okay they're for you they're made for you the videos are based on what you like what you watch what you dislike what you don't watch for a long time what you watch for a long time your interests they use those cookies and other websites which i learned were tracking devices to see what you're looking up and searching for what you're talking about <laughs> but that is a security issue that is not going to be talked about on this podcast tiktok had the basic setup of create watch discover notifications and profile as their five tabs, and they haven't changed their setup since. And you're probably wondering, okay, that's good, it's simple. What is this whole episode about? I noticed that because a lot of platforms see that these short videos are doing well on TikTok, they think, oh my gosh, let's jack this idea and make it ours. Our first victim of this, Instagram. Instagram has already been on kind of the flip side, the downside of the kind of user user feeling um, because they have just done a lot of changes in a short amount of time. They moved the post button from the middle, which is where it's been for years up to the top right. Um, And then they have this Instagram basically flea market that nobody asked for because Instagram is all about making money. Um but I digress. They added these things called Instagram Reels. And basically what they are is that they are 60 second videos or shorter, 15, 30, or 60 seconds, whatever, whatever, anything in between. And you can post them. And they also have an Instagram Reels tab, which I believe is either in the middle or at the, it's in between the first and third button. It's in the middle, sorry. So where you used to hit post and where everybody's used to hitting post, they put the Instagram reels. Now, for the first couple weeks of this Instagram change, I was opening reels like I was paid to open it because I was so used to hitting the middle for posting. And I guess Instagram put it there so more people would, you know, by default, click there, think they want to post something, but they're showing their new feature. Smart, but kind of manipulative Instagram on your part. But, you know, we're not going to get into that today. And I just find it funny that people are jacking, well, these platforms are kind of snatching TikTok's one uniqueness and trying to implement it on their own platforms. And I find it funny because they have the exact 
same TikTok setup. At the bottom, it has the caption to the reels. It has the audio right under it. You have your three dots above the audio. So you can, you know, hit not interested or you want to quote unquote remix the reel. So you can, you know, make your own attached to that one. It has the comments above it and the heart above it. So you can like it, comment, and then follow the creator. The exact same TikTok layout. Y'all saw that TikTok was blowing up and changing lives and then ran with it. Another victim, YouTube. YouTube, who has been known to be talking about long-form content and creating long-form content and sharing long-form content, has YouTube shorts. YouTube shorts are under 60 seconds again, and there's a shorts tab between the home and the plus sign on the YouTube app. And if you click on it, you're going to get a bunch of shorts that are under 60 seconds. Now you're probably wondering, Instagram was a photo sharing app. YouTube is a long form content app. Why are they doing this? It's simply because they're being greedy and they are willing to lose their originality because of a little bit of money. And that's exactly the issue with these platforms doing this. I personally feel as if TikTok did a great job creating their own little special thing because nobody had short-term videos, nobody had the layout that TikTok had, and nobody was really creating the things that were being created on TikTok. People went on TikTok to laugh. People go on Instagram to look at pretty people. People go on TikTok to look at 15-second day in my lives. People go on YouTube to watch 45-minute day in my lives. TikTok made everything short and sweet. And now that everybody's seeing, ooh, short and sweet, this kind of screws the algorithms such as YouTube, who is based on watch time and how they push their content. Everything is watch time based. The longer you watch, the better it's going to be. But the gag is, these platforms took the TikTok layouts, ideas, and everything They're taking their uniqueness away in features, all for money, and this is how I feel like these platforms are ruining themselves because they're so busy trying to be like other apps and platforms, it's so hard to need all of them. As a creator on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, even Twitter, my favorite, um, I noticed that there's so much overlap between all these apps. You can literally pick one and run with it. Like, if you wanted to look at videos, pictures, and even long-term videos, because Instagram has IGTVs now that you can monetize, you could just have Instagram. No need for YouTube, no need for TikTok. But because YouTube is so original and people would rather make content on TikTok, people will make a TikTok on TikTok and then repost it with the TikTok watermark on Instagram. And to punish those who did this, Instagram began shadow banning people who reposted their TikToks with the TikTok watermark on Instagram Reels. Because they said, oh, we stole from them, but we don't want to see them over here because they're our competition that we robbed. And it's so funny because it seems like none of these things are as successful as TikTok because TikTok was the originator of this format. It was very simple, very unique at the time. And now... All these platforms see it as a cash grab. And I just personally think as a creator, 
everybody needs a break from long-form content. As much as I would love to retain 45-minute videos at a time from YouTube all the time, educational, entertainment, vlogs, I can't do that all the time. Sometimes I don't want to watch a 45-minute video and I want to laugh twice, okay? Sometimes I want to go on TikTok and laugh 30 times in the span of 10 minutes. I don't want to watch a three-hour live stream sometimes. I need a break. I go on TikTok. Somebody goes live for 10 minutes. That's it. I'm good. And I feel like with TikTok coming up, it's just such a confusing time for creators because on one hand, TikTok is 100% diminishing the kind of attention span, not even kind of, the attention span of everybody. And it's confusing us as creators because with TikTok, people's attention spans are so short, so we want to keep things fast-paced. But you can only make a 40-minute video so fast-paced. And because we know 40-minute videos on YouTube transferable with watch time, we're trying to make it fast-paced. We're over-editing and doing all this stuff just to retain information and keep audience retention high. And it's just so weird because with TikTok on the rise, people's attention spans are lowering, but people are still watching long-form content if you post the long content. So it's like, what the hell do we do now? And with all these, you know, platforms trying to jack TikTok for what it was, people are still choosing the original, and that's TikTok. I just feel like if these platforms stayed to themselves, they wouldn't have this problem of being called copycats. And at this point, I don't even think they care because they make so much money between people paying to get business and seen on the apps. I feel like the only app who doesn't do this is Twitch. And you can correct me on this, but Twitch does not have any type of 60 second video. You can like say clip that and you can clip it as like a little segment, but they've always had that. And that's like, a that's a streamer term. Clip that. If they do something cool or something is funny, clip that. And they can save it for later. And it's like a little, I don't even know, like, it could be a few minutes or a few seconds. But if you clip a clip from a stream, it clips that and you can post it for later. And that was before TikTok. That came way before TikTok. And they had their own thing and they're used for the same thing. But because apps like Instagram and YouTube are trying to make more money and they're being greedy, um... They're ruining their originality, and they're confusing their creators. Instagram, I will always say like this. Instagram is to look at pretty people and post photos. TikTok is to laugh and feel less lonely. And YouTube is the, for the long-form vlogs and documentaries. That's how I always view them. As a consumer, that's how I view them. As a creator, that's how I view them. So it's kind of hard to adjust to this because I talked about this in the last episode. Maximizing your content. There's so many platforms with the same feature and it's like you're posting the same video three times so you're taking away the specialness of that platform because if somebody's like well I don't have an Instagram and I don't really follow them on Instagram but if they're just posting the same video on TikTok or you know YouTube shorts why would I need to follow them on Instagram if they're just going to post it 3,000 times although maximizing content is a wonderful thing especially if you make such long forms of content such as streaming or hour-long vlogs every week it, it takes away the specialness of the creators, too. Not even just the apps. 
Before we get any further into today's episode, I would like to say this video is in fact sponsored by the UNC Charlotte Barnes & Noble. If you haven't already, it's getting cold outside. You can get yourself some UNCC gear, do your thing, you know. Get something before it's too cold. Get something for the family. If you don't know what to get yourself for Christmas, get you a cute little UNC Charlotte crew neck or hoodie. They're always there. Great sales every week. So thank you so much for the UNC Charlotte Barnes and Noble for sponsoring. And let's go ahead and get into our last topic. So this kind of leads me into the conclusion of this. And that is these platforms seem to care more about money compared to user experience. And I say this because if you look at platforms such as Twitch, Twitch has to make money somehow. So they created a partner program and they stay pretty true to themselves when it comes to features. So nothing is changing 24-7 compared to like Instagram, which literally has an update every week that I can't keep up with. They keep their features. They keep it plain and simple. You know how to use it once you learn and you're good to go. They rarely ever update things. Because that's that they, they know what they're known for and there's nobody competing with them. You have apps like TikTok. Nobody had their features. They were original, same as Twitch. You had Instagram, which was original. Post pictures and go about your day. Show the Kylie Jenners of the world, the Kim Kardashians. And now they're not original because they're so money hungry. You have apps like Twitter, who has mainly, like, stayed true to themselves. They're getting a little crazy with the Twitter blue thing, if you don't know what that is. It's, like, $2 a month to be able to, like, edit tweets and change your Twitter color, whatever. But they, they've, they've stayed pretty true to themselves. YouTube, the only thing that's really changed is their algorithm, but not YouTube itself. The only things they've been adding is just, like, on the creator half and, like, how they change their font and, like, what's on the videos, where the thumbs up is and whatnot. Um, and that's pretty much it. But then TikTok came out and everybody was like, ooh, money. <laughs> and they took it and ran with it. Not even everybody. Instagram took it and ran with it. And YouTube took it and ran with it. YouTube, you're known for long-form videos. Literally, streamers post three-hour-long videos on there. Why would anybody sit there and scroll through YouTube shorts? Now, me personally, I do post shorts. But simply because a lot of my viewers, not even a lot. Some of my viewers do not have social media. So I want them to see everything, okay? So I do post them there, and it's exclusive there. And there's a um, fund for creators as well. That's how I make my money. So I gotta gotta post something. So am I part of the problem too? <laughs> At what point does it become a problem? You know, I just feel like this copycat syndrome between all the platforms is getting sick, and it's getting very just annoying. Because, like, I download Instagram to share pictures, not look at 60-second videos. I have YouTube because I want to watch 30-minute vlogs, not scroll through 30-second videos of nonsense. That's what TikTok is for. So I think overall, I think everybody simply just wants to be TikTok, to answer our initial question, is because they're money-hungry and they saw something work that they never tried and now they're taking it and running with it. And that's my problem. So with all that being said, I would love to hear you guys' opinions and, whew, sorry, long day.
I would love to hear you guys' opinions on why you think everybody's trying to be TikTok. Do you like the changes? Do you like Instagram Reels, YouTube Shorts? How do we feel about that? Um, how do you feel about TikTok live streaming? Do you guys personally like to use it? Do you go live? Do you watch people go live? I would love to hear just anything pertaining about what we talked about today. Next episode, I want to talk more about this new era of content that I, you know, shortly touched upon in episode one and just the creator's point of view and on the switches and changes and as a consumer point of view of the switches and changes. So if you're interested in that, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and tune into the next episode three. And um, yeah, with all that being said, hope you guys have an amazing day. Um, Let me know anything you want me to talk about and I will talk to you soon. This has been your host, Aaliyah, and I will see you next time. Bye, everybody.